Hey, welcome to Genre Exposure, a film podcast. Join us as we explore the wide... We're not exploring a film this time, actually. Hey, we're not. That's true. (laughs) I thought you had a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing something different. We are. So, as usual, I am one of your hosts, Dustin, and I am joined by Michael. Hey, guys. And Jason. Hey! Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. All right, so what are we actually doing today? We are playing a horror trivial pursuit game. To bore the shit out of all of you. Yes. Yes, We actually have no idea if this will even be entertaining at all. None whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah. But we're going to do it because it's fun. We did it last year. Yes. So there's a whole reason behind doing this and it kind of predates the podcast, but it's also very integral to the podcast. (laughs) So why, why this game? Why are we returning to it and subjecting others to it? Well, last Halloween we played it and (laughs) it, it was amusing, but also frustrating because the questions go from very basic to just arcane Mm -hmm. and it seemed like an unusual amount of questions the answer somehow involved the movie midnight meat train yeah it seems like someone (laughs) i don't know who writes the questions for trivial pursuit but there's a certain movie that they really love and it happens to be midnight meat Train. yeah so i'm interested to see if that will come up tonight there was at least five questions that the answers were midnight meat train (laughs) yeah So we'll see. We'll but see also, there's a bit of a grudge match here from Michael and me. <laughs> because last year you won, and I don't know how it happened, and I'm suspecting foul play because someone <laughs> was getting you know real softball questions over there. Oh, they're softball if you know them. If you have like a huge amount of horror movie knowledge. God damn it. <laughs> I already regret this. No, 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 I just remember, Michael, you would get stuff and it would be the most esoteric, like, do you own the whole Criterion collection to be able to have the, the means to even begin to answer this? Well, also, as, as... And then it would be like, hey, Jason, so who is the killer in Friday the 13th Part 6? Jason lives. <laughs> well, as Michael is so fond of pointing out, I am older. So that does give me a few more years of wasting my life watching horror movies. I felt like every time I got a question last time, I felt like that dude in Ghostbusters when he's like trying to guess the cards. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray's like specifically giving them to the chick. And he actually gets one right and he's like, oh, sorry. You volunteered, didn't you? We're paying you, aren't we? That's how I felt last year. And I'm probably going to feel that way again this year. But now just with 13 people to also laugh at me. Nice. 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 See, I often get like text, test, I often get test anxiety. Like I could sit and have this long, like essay length conversation about a film, but then you put like the four choices in front of me and I'm just like stressed out. Right. But you never know when someone's going to come out of a dark alley and say, Hey, what's the answer to this question? (laughs) I mean, that could be, and that's how you survive. Right. It's like, who directed Halloween 6, or I'm going to fucking kill you? I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right. so briefly we'll go over the rules of this game. Yes, walk us through it. Yeah, this is the uh, Juvenile Pursuit Horror Movie Edition. Um, Okay, so on your turn, what you do is it has this six-sided die. You roll it, it's got colors on it, and that determines the category. And the categories are... Purple is monster. Uh, blue is gore slash disturbing. Righteous. I wonder what their version of gore and disturbing yeah, is. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, let's see. That violet color is psychological. Orange is paranormal. Yellow is killer. And green is international. Ah, oh, its own category. Yes. Yep. 
So where's the A24 category? <laughs> this is a couple of years old. They probably haven't got any A24. You might yet. think it's A24, <laughs> but the answer is really Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> <laughs> they need to do a uh, 2020 edition, I think, updated a little bit. <laughs> so what you do, you roll the die that decides the cutter, uh, category color. Uh, then someone reads the question. If you answer correctly, you put that card in the back of the deck, roll the die again, and then answer a wedge question. Now, if you get that one correct, you keep the card. Ah. And then you keep going, you answer a question, it gets to the back of the deck, then the next one is the wedge question. So every other correct question you get to keep. So you have to be good enough to answer two. Correct. Okay. Um, The first one who gets six wins, six cards. Okay, very simple. Very simple. There's no way we'll get it wrong. No way. We're experts. Yep. We, have, gonna, a, we have a podcast, guys. I'm just going to edit it. It's going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> the answer is, fuck, I don't know. Cut. It's Midnight Meat <laughs> Kitamura. Ryuhei Kitamura. Um, well, Jason. Yes. Why don't you start it off? Oh. Yes, okay. why don't you? I would be happy to. Thank you. Wait, who reads who? Uh, uh, how about we just go counterclockwise? Who reads who? <laughs> Sorry. So I'll read for your, sure. yours, and we'll just... Kind of yeah. chain it that way. Okay. Yeah. Just somebody tell me when to read. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here comes first roll. Oh, it is a purple. Ah, purple. From so, Jason, do tell me. And mm-hmm. Nosferatu from 1992, uh, it was originally released in what audio format? A silent or sound-based horror film? Did you say 1992? 1922. <laughs> okay. I may have said 1992, <laughs> and I was like, did they read that in 92? Um, it is a silent film. Wow, you got it right. Amazing. The trend continues <laughs> with Jason's softball question. So now, to my understanding of the rules, you will now roll the die again. Correct. You were asked ask another question. And, and this one is that. for the money. Correct. I get a, I get a wedge if I get it right. It's purple again. Oh, you fucking Watch bastard. this bullshit be over in like five minutes. <laughs> it might be. Okay, so Jason, steal yourself. Yes. Focus really hard. Think okay. about this. Got it. Let Me In from 2010. Mm-hmm was a remake of what Swedish film? Fuck me. <laughs> no, it wasn't fuck me. <laughs> it was Let the Right One In. It is, you bastard. Great so here movie. is your first card, sir. Thank you, thank you. So does he keep going now? Yeah, I keep going. Yes, he keeps going till he gets something wrong. over in like five minutes. This will be well, the best short episode we've ever then done. Then it will never, ever air if it's that bad. <laughs> Look, uh, it's, it's up to you to stop me. Well, go ahead. Go, go ahead, ahead and roll I, again. All right, Asshole. I'm rolling. Jesus. Oh, it's yellow this time. Okay, yellow. Killer. Killer. Huh. <laughs> what actor played Patrick Bateman in American Psycho? Oh, um, is that Batman guy? Jeez, wowee, who is it? <laughs> you know his name. Bell, Christian Bell. <laughs> it's like, I was literally blanking. I hope that he fucking doesn't know it. Oh my God, I was going have have, to have a Bell-like meltdown. <laughs> Good for you! <laughs> okay, oh, so here's for another goddamn wedge. This is the one for the wedge. Okay. Next question. Okay, Roll that die. Go. Rolling the die. Green. Green. Ooh. International. Ah. We have a Criterion film. Oh. Question. Yep. Uh, and Le Diabolique, mm-hmm. which character is the mistress of victim Michelle, Christina, or Nicole? Oh, shit. Uh, 50-50 guess, because I actually haven't seen Diabolique. Then you shouldn't get this. I feel bad about it. <laughs> you shouldn't be able to get this right, even if it's you... A, it's a guess. What were, the, what were the choices? By the parameters of the questions, your options are Christina or Nicole. Christina. That is incorrect, sir. Oh! No! Yes. It is Nicole. That is known as karma. Karma I mean, got you there. I really... 
Oh. I really need to watch that movie. My pop filter is going crazy. His pop filter was so sad at the failure. <laughs> started sagging down. Um, I actually knew that one because I do own that on Blu-ray. Take a shot. That, take a shot, yep. I mean, I'm drinking. Yeah, I got a beer. Dustin's mm-hmm. drinking water. That's my handicap is that you guys are drinking. Well, we have to have a... Um, no, I do better when I'm drinking. We have to have the designated podcaster, so... <laughs> I will try to get us across the finish line. All right, here's the die. Okay. And you read for him, Michael. Okay. Rolling. I have yellow. Killer. Which is killer. Who directed The House on Sorority Row, 1983, as well as episodes of Lizzie McGuire and even Stevens? <laughs> is that a real question? Mm. It is a real question. I'm going to be honest. I've never watched House on Sorority Row. It's not good. Well, would you like to take a stab at it? Oh. <laughs> Let me see. Thinking about films, you know, I'm not a big Lizzie McGuire person <laughs> You're not? either. No. Mm. Uh, no. Let me just. That would be it. the infamous Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson. Mm. I don't know how I missed it. I should know all yeah, his Yeah, that's like a jewel in his oeuvre. Yep. Now, it's already taking its proper form where Jason gets like. <laughs> Who was the mayor in The Wicker Man? Jason, in the Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre, it's what green weapon for me? <laughs> green. <clears throat> okay. Green International. <laughs> Not right. a good choice for me. <laughs> huh. On what holiday is Inside from 2007 set? Oh, um, it's Halloween, I think. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. No. What holiday was it's it? Christmas. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. It's Boxing Day. <laughs> Michael, let me need this game to be like the categories are A24, uh, Asian films. Farther. Over. Over. There you go. Okay, I got the We're die. We're having a die problem. Here we go. I do want to see they, those... Purple. So, this thing's weighted. They do have a new film coming out. The directors of Inside. Oh. Good. Um, shot completely underwater. That's strange. At some point, we should just go through a bunch of like the French extreme films, because I've not seen uh, a bunch of them. Inside and Martyrs are on my list to do a pot over. That would be cool. Inside, actually, when I met my wife, like, she wasn't my wife at the time. I was, like, on our first date, she was... <laughs> it was an arranged marriage. Yeah. You met her after yeah. the fact. <laughs> uh, she was talking about horror films and stuff, and then she was like, well, I really like this French film called Inside, and, like, I immediately just, like, went and bought a ring. <laughs> yeah, that's... And I was like, yeah. well, I will... Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, what'd you roll, Jason? I rolled purple. Okay. Monster. Ooh, this is an interesting one. At what university are the characters and Evil Dead students? At what university are the characters and Evil Dead students? Original Evil Dead, 1981. Oh, oh, oh Michigan. I'll allow it. Michigan State University. Okay. Oh, I think all Michigan fans will be like, fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) Michigan and Michigan State are very different. (laughs) I really misunderstood. I thought the title of the movie was Evil Dead Students (laughs) or something like that. It was written kind of weird. Yeah. You're also old. Shut up. Yellow. Yellow Killers. Oh, this is a good one. And Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Mm, Classic. Where did Henry and Otis meet? Oh, man. You know, I hadn't watched this in years. Um, True crime fans may also know the answer. Oh, in prison. Correct. Yeah. Sweet wedge. Here you go, sir. Well, it's it's two right. along the way. It's two. Okay. Just end this and we can just be done. <laughs> Ooh, orange. Orange. Uh, Who paranormal. Di- paranormal. Who directed The Exorcism of Emily Rose? Oh, shit. I don't know that. Um, Let me think. 
I know because it's a favorite director of mine. Really? Mm-hmm. He's not Japanese, so it's gonna. I don't know. It is Scott Derrickson? Oh yeah, I forgot he did that. Yep. Cool. It's a good movie. People forget some of his early stuff, like the fifth Hellraiser film. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Hellraiser sequel, you know, standards <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Bro, you're killing me right now. <laughs> It's better than whatever David Gordon Green's going to do with it. <laughs> Ooh. I was waiting for it. I got yellow. Yellow. Does the town that dreaded sundown from 1976 take place before or after World War II? Ooh. Mm. Yeah, i got to think on that for a second because I know when the film came out, but it's set beforehand because it's based on a true story. I'm going to guess after, but I'm actually not that confident about it. You are correct. Okay. Whoa! After. Well done. After. I was going to think there's no way it could be before. Have you guys been reading the same question, or like the same card? No, I've been, no, I've been cards. Card swapping the card yeah. every time. All right. Okay. All right. Well, roll it for your yes. wedge, buddy. going to get on the board with uh, Purple Monster. Fuck me. Who directed The Village 2004? Mm, is it M. Night Shyamalan, I wonder? It, it, it is. Mm. It is. Dreadful film. Very disappointing. I'm disappointed that that's my first one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take, take I'll take whatever get, win yeah. I can get. Oh, another purple. God damn it. Well, at least it's not for a wedge. Reanimator, mm-hmm. 1985, was based on stories by what author? Never heard of it. Mm. Or the author? Think real hard. Uh, was it? Was it? I believe it's H.P. Lovecraft. I believe you're fucking right. Faved and beloved author of mine. Hell yes. All right, go ahead. Okay. Roll for a wedge. Tie Whoa. it all up. Orange. Orange. Paranormal. <laughs> I know Dustin loves this movie, which is why I'm laughing. <laughs> what is the name of the demon tormenting protagonist Christine Brown in Drag Me to Hell 2009? Mm. Wait, did you just say I love this movie? <laughs> you fucking liar. I do genuinely love this movie. Uh, I like it too. It's great. When Dustin Dustin will go on tirades about this movie <laughs> if you bring it up. I don't get it. It's a great movie. Oh, yes. Only you guys get my terrible rants because I try to be like professional and respectful and nice about <laughs> even when I don't like a movie. But Thank you? Hmm. But he's, hell. he's legitimately like Christian Bale outside of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck that movie! <laughs> Nope. Don't know. I'm just going to... It's Lamia. Okay. I was going to do like Beelzebub or something. Fuck it. I don't know. It's Lamia. Oh. (laughs) Give me that. All right. There you go. Woo! Yellow. Yeller for killer. Okay. Here we go. Oh. In what Halloween film? And then it gives the dates. 1978 to 1989. Okay. Um... Does antagonist Michael Myers not appear? Now think hard about this one. <laughs> Must be the season of the witch. Yes. Yeah. Classic season of the witch. Okay. Best if you don't like season of the witch, I do not want to be your friend. I think, so for a long time, I was like, I don't, everybody shit on right. season of the witch. That I, I had kn- this renaissance. That I knew, and then, like, I think Jason was like, yeah, but it's really good. Like, watch it and don't think of it as... A Michael Myers Halloween film, mm-hmm. like because it's, it's just a good ass movie about Halloween. Yeah, because yeah. it's not right. Um, and then I watched it and I was like, "Fuck, this is really good." Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I think that's an orange. Yeah. Orange for paranormal. This is my wedge piece, y'all. <laughs> oh, this is yeah. for the wedge. What are the three rules in Ouija? God damn it. Never, <laughs> don't even bother. In, in the movie Ouija, Origin of Evil. Why do you call it Ouija? What do you call it? Do you call it a Ouija board? A lot of people say Ouija. It's Ouija, right? I say Ouija. Oh my god. Who? <laughs> if you say Ouija, okay, if you everyone... call it Ouija, write in. And Someone say add us on Twitter and correct us on that this. You call it Ouija. If you call it by its proper name, which is Ouija, also write in and tell Jason he's a dumbass. <laughs> I, I've heard Ouija. Ouija? <laughs> what are the fucking rules, asshole? <laughs> I don't know. I never watched that movie. It's actually pretty good. Really? It's Flanagan. Yeah. yeah that one was oh, shit. a lot better than the first one. Um, Let's see. Never play alone. Okay. Never play in a cemetery. And always say goodbye. We should tweet. You don't want to be rude to the spirits. We should tweet Mike Flanagan. <laughs> Ask him how do you pronounce the name of that movie. <laughs> and if he says Ouija... I'm going to throw out every good thing he's ever done, which is all of his works. Wow. (laughs) He'll be dead to me. (laughs) All right. Okay. Blue. Blue. Which is gore disturbing. Sorry. What horror novelist helped Evil Dead acquire a distributor? Stephen King, because he said it was the most terrifying film he's seen in a while or something. Aye, aye, sir. I feel All like right. he says that about every movie, though. <laughs> yeah, he's easily scared. People don't know that about King. He's like, really what did Stephen King think? It's the most terrifying movie I've ever seen. <laughs> he was coked up out of his mind. What you have to give it to him, though. Like He's the biggest hype man for oh, horror yeah. that's out there. Like Even bigger than Mick Garris. Like, for, <laughs> hyping, for hyping horror stuff. He'll be like, it was a pile of shit, but you know what? I like the guy, so it's good. It's good. <laughs> well. All right, this is for the wedge. Orange. Orange. This is an infamous question from last time, the a whole year ago, so I wonder if you'll know this. I also bring it up a lot, too. Well, so. We could skip it if we've already uh, had it. Who directed Don't Look Now? Oh, Nicholas Roeg. Yes. Boom. There All you right. Go. Wait, how many do you have now? Three? I have three. I'm halfway there. Living on a prayer. Um, <laughs> Dustin has one. Just yep. a quick recap. Yeah, quick yeah give recap. us the recap. For those uh, counting along at home. Uh, Jason has three cards. Dustin has one card. Michael has a beer and a half. <laughs> for, for anyone that hasn't just already cut this off and been like, fuck these guys. <laughs> Killer. <laughs> Killer category. Literally decided to make a podcast episode of them playing a fucking board game. <laughs> uh, what is the name of the in universe film series based on the events of Scream? Stab. Correct, sir. All right. So to understand, because you're chaining here, this next one is for another wedge. The next one's for the wedge. Okay. I think Stab was the original name of the movie Scream, too, itself. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. was. It was going to be, yeah. Purple. Purple. Monster. But then not everybody died by stabbing. (laughs) Well, I don't think they have to die by the name of the title. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Purple. Ooh. Okay. Is it hard? Can you not read it? No, no, no! I was just I was thrown off by the uh, the shading of the like symbol on this. Let me see the back. I can help you. <laughs> what is the name of the fictional Iranian ghost town in which a girl walks home alone at night? Fuck, is set. I, ooh, I have not seen that movie. Joe Bob did it. I know it's a good film. There's too. a lot of Joe Bobs. I haven't watched it either. Uh, <laughs> I really have. I'm gonna say no. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna guess. What it is, is it? Bad City. I never would have guessed that. 
Bad no. city. Why would you even live in bad city? I mean, it's like, you're just asking for it. Yeah, I mean, something bad's gonna happen. I live in shit town. Okay. <laughs> I live in Crotchburg. Um, some purple. It's real hot here. Purple. Oh, that's me. That's to you. Um, in 2000, in what 2002 zombie film does the outbreak begin when activists set lab oh, animals free? Damn it. Oh no. Could it be 28 days later? It could be. Could be. But it isn't. <gasps> No, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to see if it gave you a level of shock. No, it's 28 Days Later. Could it be a highly overrated movie? What we should really talk about, though, is that question. The phrasing of it. Oh, it says zombie film. Yeah. And Danny Boyle. Suck it, Jason. It is not. Oh, I don't think horror trivial pursuit is the, you know. Listen, they're classy enough to know that Midnight Meat Train is one of the greatest (laughs) modern creations of our time. So, oh, give me another purple there. What's with the purples? God damn it. Why can't I get these questions? For the wedge. Actor Jeffrey Combs played what character in Reanimator? What? Another Reanimator question? Could it be Dr. Herbert West? It could be, yes. God. Yes, just keep giving me Lovecraft Whoa, wait, questions. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I take umbrage at this because he was not a doctor yet. He was a medical student. Oh, no. That's right. So the card is wrong. <laughs> oh, the card actually says Dr. Herbert West. The card is wrong. The card is wrong. he wasn't a doctor. Even David Gale's character called him Mr. West. I suggest you get yourself a pen. Well, did Herbert West ever refer to himself as a doctor at any point in time? I don't think so. It it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm not going to take the wedge away from Dustin, obviously. But just point of order, he wasn't actually a doctor But afterwards, we're writing Trivial Pursuit. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I don't do pub trivia anymore. Because the few times I've done it, I got in arguments with the question. <laughs> you're that guy. And, and they looked it up, and they were like, well, you're not wrong, but you're also an asshole, so go sit down. <laughs> I just want to see the email that Jason's going to write where it's like, dear Trivial Pursuit, in your zeal to promote Midnight Meat Train, you failed to notice that he is not yet a doctor. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, All right, he's got two wedges. He's still rolling. for another one. Ah, uh, Blue. Blue. What are the final words of protagonist Max Wren in Videodrome? Sweet. I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies. Oh, God. No, because oh, I, I love this movie. If you don't know this, I will lose respect for I you. need the finger gun to blow my own brains out. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Videodrome. My favorite Cronenberg film. <laughs> Look, I'll give you a hint. It's not yippee ki motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I know that. <laughs> I'm blanking on it, man. I don't know. Long live the new flesh. Oh, Uh, I'm going to go kill myself after this. Podcast is over. Find a new host. (laughs) (laughs) The game's over now. Dustin's going to go cry. I don't want to do this stupid game anymore. People are going to listen. They'll be like, he's not a true fan. At least the table's too heavy for him to flip over. (laughs) Blue for me. Blue. Blue. Gore disturbing. (laughs) Sorry, I just read my blue question. Oh. Uh, name the director of the first two Hostel films, who also appeared as an actor in a Quentin Tarantino film. That would be Eli Roth. Uh, let me check. Let me check here. Better make sure. Yes. And his is. character in that Quentin Tarantino oh, film bonus would be the, was it the Bear Jew or the Jew Bear? Well, you tell me. I don't remember. You don't need to tell me. Donnie, was... Donnie Donowitz. 
doesn't say bear Jew. Oh. Or Jew bear, whichever What was. was it? Do you remember he was like the Jew bear or the bear Jew? I think it was the Jew bear. I think so. I haven't seen Inglorious Bastards since it was in the theater. Oh, that's actually one of my favorites. It's mm. better than... I need to revisit it. Okay. I like that one a lot. Hey, you got that one right, man. I got it right. This is going to be for a wedge. I got it right. For Roll a wedge. Roll for a wedge. Orange. Orange. Paranormal. Ouija. <laughs> Ooh, at the end of Mama from 2013. Yeah. With whom does... Hang on, I can't read this word. Lily elect to stay. Annabelle or the titular Mama? I think it's the it's Mama, right? It is indeed Mama. You have a wedge, okay. sir. I that movie. Pass it down to everybody. Oh, give me that card. Oh, <laughs> Jason's trying to shuffle it away. I give me that card. <laughs> Deny you your wedge. <laughs> everybody made such a big fucking deal over that movie. Why? This scene. What scene? The baby scene. Oh yeah, yeah. No. And everybody freaked out over it, and I'm like, clearly you guys haven't seen a Serbian film. It's, <laughs> it's a fucking horror movie. Uh, yeah, you know, it's I mean, like, yeah, it's not supposed to be fun and games. Like nothing about this movie was fun and games when we started. But okay. <laughs> Purple. Purple. Normal question. <clears throat> In Frankenstein, which one? Uh, uh, 1931. Okay. Okay. What? Is the first name of Dr. Frankenstein. It is um, Victor. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. What is it? It's Henry. Henry. They changed Damn. the name for some reason. I don't know why. Really? I was sitting here yeah. thinking that. I was like, it's, I know it's Victor in the novel. That's unfortunate. I don't know why. Wow. Yeah. Crushing, sit in the corner. crushing defeat. Join me in the corner. Give me that. <laughs> you set me up, too. You knew it. You were like, I know he's going to say Victor. Yeah. I was betting on you to fail. <laughs> Orange. Okay, Jason, you're a connoisseur of these. Uh-oh. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> what stepmother? <laughs> okay, that's another category for our version. We gotta have Pinku films. Pinku. Pinku. <laughs> H24, Pinku. Every color on the die is pink. Um, In Paranormal Activity 4, mm-hmm. Wyatt Nelson is revealed to be what character from Paranormal Activity 2? Uh... That's probably the worst one of the bunch, too. Um, mm-hmm. It was. <sighs> I hated the first one, so I never watched another one. Really? Yeah. The first, first one scared good. the shit out of me the first time I saw the it. The third one's the best. Um, it's the. Whatever the kid's name was. What is his name? Oh, Jesus. Um, it wasn't Jesus. That's not my answer. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's a J name. Ben Tramer. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob. No, it's Hunter Ray. Hunter. Of course it's Hunter. Of course. Samsonite. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we buried him with that. Damn it. Oh, give me purple? Purple. Purple. Look, just for shits and giggles, if you I was hoping you'd roll blue because it's in the midnight meat train. <laughs> 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 Close uh, but no cigar. But it's it's uh pink, right? Yeah, pink. Okay. For what facilities around the world are the characters in Cube named? Hmm. That's a good movie. Repeat that question, please. For what facilities around the world are the characters in Cube named? Dang, man. It's been so long. I don't think I know this. I love Cube, too. Yeah, it's a great movie. I actually haven't seen it. Really? Um, what? And I really want to. I just It's like one of those that I know I need to see, and I just never mm. saw it. They're doing a remake in Japan, too. I saw that. Yeah. That could be cool. Uh, I don't remember. Prisons. Prisons. Makes sense. Good. Prisons. Moving right along. 
Redemption. Redemption. I have a, uh, for anyone keeping track now, Jason has three, Dustin has two, Michael has one. Orange. Orange. From where is the adult Tim released in the beginning of Oculus 2014? Fuck, I haven't seen that. We were going to do that as a I also as haven't an seen that one. Ooh. There's no way to get from it. From where is the what? From, from where is uh, the adult Tim released in the beginning of Oculus? The mirror. Incorrect. Okay. I'm That's the only thing I really know about. I was going to say Insane Asylum. Was it just a wild guess? It's the only thing I... Now we really need to do that. So. Oculus is awesome. I love Oculus. This, they also really like Flanagan, apparently. <laughs> well, you know, he's a great director. Even then. Yeah. I've been super excited to... Do you know what year this game came out? I want to say it was like 2018 or something like yeah, that. Something oh, so like it's that. pretty new. What were you going to say, Michael? I'm sorry. I, I really want to see uh, Midnight Mass. I just um, haven't felt the soul-crushing moments been upon me. Well, uh, I like it. Yeah, it's okay for like a drama film <laughs> something. It is divisive, and I know why, because it's not... I don't know. We won't get into that right now. <laughs> I don't know. I really it's like... not full of jump scares and stupid characters and... It's thoughtful. It's really more of a thoughtful. As I think all of Flanagan's stuff has been. It's really been introspective or retro. I don't know the word. Uh, How about green for international? Oh. You get this wrong. Oh, God. Pressure's on. What is the name of the vengeful entity that emerges from a well in Ringu? Stacco. Yes. Correct, sir. Good. We can still be friends. Yes. Are you glad I didn't say Samara? (laughs) Yes. All right, for the wedge. For the yellow. Wedge. Yellow for the wedge. Ooh, another uh, Criterion Collection Uh-oh. question. The Night of the Hunter was filmed in black and white or color? That would be glorious black and white. Correct, sir. Take your wedge. Thank well deserved. You. I love that movie. That would be a good one to talk about for an episode. It would. Have you ever seen it, Michael? Night of the Hunter? No. Yeah. Ooh. I love so the good. name, though. It's a great, great, great movie. Night of the Hunter. All right. Uh, continuing on. Yellow. Yellow. More yellow. In House of Wax, the 1953 version. The superior one. Professor Henry Jared is disfigured when Burke sets the museum on fire to collect what type of money? Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, insurance money. That is correct. Yes, sir. Yes. Moving along. It's Paris Hilton. But that movie is also a remake of Mysteries in the Wax Museum from the 30s, which is also, also quite good. Damn, you're, you're winning and your trivia game's on point. <laughs> Thank you. Green, please. Ooh. Or international. Okay. What 1964 Japanese film is based off a Shin Buddhist parable? Mm, 64. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Oh, I thought the answer was 64. And he just like shouted 64. And Dustin's like, yeah. I was affirming his uh, proclamation. Oh, God. I got a couple of choices. I don't know which one it is. I'm just going to say. Here's my hint to you is to think about it. It's a horror movie. Oh, okay. That narrows it down. Thank you. From the 60s. Yeah. Okay. Mm. He doesn't need hints. He has four cards. Onibaba. Correct. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> Thank you. Jason now has five cards. Five cards. Michael, do you feel the crushing weight of defeat just looming? That's my life, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. <laughs> uh, purple once again. Ooh, okay. Name the composer who scored the music for The Thing, 1982. 
Ennio Americone. Correct. I like that one. It's like a trick question. Yeah. Because they'll, they'll make you want to say, oh, John Carpenter. John Carpenter does all his music. No. Right above my workstation at home, I have a thing, a movie poster, and it's just like Ennio Americone is right, right eye level <laughs> for me. Nice. So this is burned in your brain. Yeah. Another classic film. For the Wedge and The Victory. The oh, victory. for The Wedge and The Win. Here we go. Blue. Blue. Oh, we've talked about this film recently Uh-oh. in passing. Jack is the boyfriend of what character in The Wizard of Gore? The titular wizard? No, hang on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, is it talking about the original or the remake? The original. Yeah, I should clarify, uh, 1970. The Herschel Gordon Lewis film, Wizard of Gore. Just by like throw, pulling out other random facts <laughs> doesn't mean that you're going to get it right. You don't get bonus points for pulling out other shit. Oh my god, who has H.G. Lewis movie uh, facts memorized? I don't know. It is Sherry Carson. Oh, of course it's Sherry Carson. Do you think he course. threw it just to keep the game going? <laughs> Do you think he knew it and he just threw I think the that's win? a pretty like obscure specific thing like that's very obscure. even for me that's pretty obscure. If I hadn't seen it recently, I don't know if I could ever guess that or not. Yeah. It's Sheetar. Sheetar. Oh. <laughs> there there ought to be a Blood Diner question. There's not. Ah, blue. Blue. In The Loved Ones, 2009. Who is Brent Mitchell's girlfriend? Lola, Stone, Holly, Mia Valentine, or Carla? Uh, I've not seen it, so I'm just going to say Holly. Random God guess. damn it, bastard. Is it that... is Holly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. I've always wanted to see it, and I've yeah. just never taken the time. Well, go ahead, sir, with okay. your next one. <laughs> Yellow. What director made Funny Games 1997 and its shot-for-shot shot 2008 American remake? No. Really? I'm blanking on the name. Uh-oh. <clears throat> I know what it is. I know what it is. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> it's not coming to me, so I will just pass the die. It was... Um, Henneke? Yeah, Michael Henneke. Mm-hmm. Don't know why I did that. Me either. You're strange. <laughs> that is a Criterion disc I need to pick up. You know, I actually haven't seen either one. Wow. I know I need to. I saw the remake. I didn't it's care for it. Shot for shot. I know, but I didn't care for it. Yeah. It wasn't my thing. Was it too disturbing for you? No, but it was one of those, like, everyone in this movie is a giant piece of shit. Mm-hmm. There's no one that I want to root for. Sure. And at the end of it, I was just like, ugh kind okay. of thing i know that's got its audience right it kind of loses me with the remote rewinding thing yeah like it, that's the it one goes that got a me. little too meta yeah, for me it completely breaks the whole fourth wall thing yeah okay i rolled a blue blue he just blew himself what is the more famous alias of thomas hewitt in the texas chainsaw massacre from 2003 what is the more famous alias of thomas hewitt is it leatherface uh, let me consult the card. It is Leatherface. Okay. Yes. I never watched that one. Really? His name is Bubba, and anyone who says otherwise <laughs> is a goddamn liar. <laughs> I rolled another blue. All right. Blue's your color, I think. I definitely blue. Oh, another hostile question. Oh. Mm. At least I've seen two of them. In Hostile Part 2, Duh. <laughs> which character survives the film? Beth? Whitney? Lorna or Paxton? Well, I don't remember their goddamn names. Well, obviously you're not 
Eli Roth devotee. Yeah. Beth. Correct. Whoa. He gets, he gets a wedge gets for a that. Wedge. I have a wedge. There's your wedge, sir. I have two wedges. <laughs> Good job. A lot of hostile questions, but where are the knock-knock questions? <laughs> uh, this would be a pink for me. Pink. All right. It, is that pink? I've been calling it purple. Uh, well, there is a purple that's a more purple. Mm. There's a purple that's sort of a violet pink. There's a purple and there's a pink. more of a magenta. And the uh-huh. pink is psychological. Before we started, I probably should have said I am slightly red colorblind. Oh, damn it. Even Vado did it this entire game. <laughs> I've been watching his die. I've been seeing what he's after. Okay, good job. I just call a color and you tell me what the red <laughs> is. Oh, that's red. Okay, let me get the purple color. <laughs> I mean, that's what I've been doing. I've been looking at your die roll and just reading you what it says. Not, I don't listen to you. This is an obscure film you may not have heard of. Great. Um, Psycho. Oh. <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce that. Uh, from 1960, okay, was an adaptation of the novel of the same name by what author? Fuck me. I'm no. I know no? I should know this. You should know this. I don't. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, it's okay. It's okay. Do you want to tell him who it is, Dustin? You've got the card. Go ahead. Robert Block. Yeah. I know. I failed miserably. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Buck up, trooper. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have the die, please? I can't beat your ass if I don't have the die. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> Guess what? It's fucking purple. Okay. Oh, come on. Yeah, easy. <laughs> the characters in The Mist from 2007 mm. hole up in which of the following? A home? A grocery store? An office building? Or a mall? I think it's a grocery store. You are correct, sir. And I would just like to point out, for future reference, they typo on the question, and it says grocery story. <laughs> they hide in the grocery <laughs> store. That was why I paused when I was reading it, because I was like, oh, this is wrong. That also, The Mist, is one of those few perfect movies, I think. I, it's just perfect. I love it. Not that It's show. one of my favorites. Not it really the show is. that I never out. watched the I never show. watched that. I watched one episode, and I was like, nope. <laughs> what, yeah. what do you think was wrong with it? Was it... Trying to cash in on something that was already done perfectly, so I tried mm. to do it. Okay. Hmm. Eh, Roll, sir. I am. This is the um, pinky violet color. Pinku. <laughs> it's the pinky color. <laughs> what is the name of the rare medical disorder Raymond Andrew Jaubert has in Gerald's Game? And I don't know if I said that name right because I've never seen Gerald's Game. Oh, Gerald's Game's great. Agromegaly. Yes. That's for the win, That's gentlemen. for the win, and it was on a tough question. He won? Yeah. Fuck. Just, just Boom. now. Done. Well, Jason has That's proved- the same um, uh, thing that affected Rondo Hatton, the mm-hmm. uh, great heavy from the 40s and 50s. The makeup for the guy, the, uh, the henchman and the rocketeer, you know, the big hulking oh, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was made up to look like Rondo Hatton. Um, so. That's the moon face guy, right? That yeah. they call it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You should actually really, I mean, there's another Flanagan. Well, listen, uh, when I see Netflix on something, I just get real weary. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everything is a Netflix original. That one is, but it's actually really well, good. Well, I don't know, because they're just throwing it around everywhere <laughs> these days. It's one of ours. That's ours. Uh, Gerald's Game was great. Yeah, I, I thought it, a it was lot. fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. Well, to wrap us up, that is the game is over. Jason is the still two-year-now reigning champion. Thank we you. Bow down Thank in your you. honor. Thank you. Uh, Michael, after thoughts of the game... I mean, it's normal for me. I'll meet you in the corner where we can cuddle and cry. It's normal for me to get my ass handed to me by Jason. Mm. So yes, we, we bow down to your superior might, sir. 
Uh, and it is, you should be listening to this on Halloween. That's the plan. Well, I mean, they can listen to it on a day other than Halloween. They don't but have it's going to be released. It's going to be released. It's going to be released. But Halloween. it's not like you're sitting there like you should fucking it's, be listening to this on Halloween. It's a treat and or a trick, depending on your point of view. <laughs> I know what it is. So <laughs> I thought real quick to close this out. Um, a lot of our episodes that have come out this month, we always are recording ahead of time to kind of keep up on top of things. So we've not really talked about what we've watched during the month at all. Mm-hmm. So has there been anything at all this far into the month that you guys have watched that was of note or that you thought was interesting or special that would you like to bring up or highlight? We're all reaching for our letterboxed um, accounts. Yeah, I got one. Well, I, I got a couple. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll just do one. First of all, I want to say, because just this piss off Dustin, that Squid Game is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Uh, yes, it is, it's derivative, yes. But I think the characters... Highly so. The characters won me over, the actors. I think, I, I think it was really well done. I haven't finished it yet. I think I've got one more episode. But I, I, I actually had to take a break after the Marble episode. Oh, yeah, that was kind of rough. That one crushed me. Like, completely crushed me. And... Just because it was so well performed, like you have to give them that. Like, no, I don't. The, <laughs> the, wow. old, the old guy got me. The old guy got me. So you would die. Like you, <laughs> yeah, it, it got me too when I read the kaiji manga. You know. Uh, okay. Look, uh, Dustin. No one knows what the fuck that is. Yeah. So. I'm just. A, well, see, maybe if Netflix put their little logo on it, people would understand. I'm just a and, lowly little American over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a lowly little American. Okay, uh, but the movie I really want to talk about, it's streaming right now on Arrow, Ooh. and it is glorious. It is called Massacre in Dinosaur Valley. Oh, yeah, this is the one you were telling us about. Yes. It's so directed, what is this? I haven't heard of the director before. Uh, Michele Massimo Tarantini. So as you may have guessed, it is Italian, because of course it is. Only an Italian movie could be this crazy. It is from 1985. And it's kind of a mashup of genres. Uh, it kind of starts off like this Indiana Jones relic hunter type thing. And then it gets into sort of a survival thing. And then it becomes a cannibal film. Whoa. And then it becomes sort of a whip, WIP, women in prison movie. Whoa. It's nuts. Was <laughs> uh, the dude just like, I like all these genres. Do you yeah, think we can it's fit them in this movie? It's just a, a complete blender. But it's... It's sleazy. There's nudity every like five, ten minutes. Um, Male or female? Uh, female. Oh. Sorry. Uh, mm. th- it's, it's it's crazy. It's nuts. It's fun. It's not terribly gory. There's a couple of parts, mm-hmm. but uh, I just I can't recommend it enough. If you like cheesy Italian exploitation, check it out. So another wreck to pick up the Arrow player in your streaming Absolutely. rotation. Absolutely it's super cheap too. Yeah, it's like five bucks. This gnat, man. Like, it's been <laughs> flying around me. I killed one of them. Oh, I thought you were just spazzing out again. No, I killed one of them, and I guess, like, its brethren has shown up to avenge its death. And you're just so upset at the loss here. There's a little revenge movie playing out right here. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Michael, you got anything? Um, I watched a bunch of stuff, because I did the Fantastic Fest coverage, mm-hmm. like, a week or two ago. Oh, yeah, ago. I meant to bring up if you wanted to talk about that at all. Um, Honestly... Erica and Lance did such a good coverage of it on Unsung Horrors that I don't really have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Like, But one of my favorites there was um, an Iranian film uh, called Zalava. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 
Um, it's. Is it set in Bad City? Uh, no, it should be. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's set in the town of Zalava. There's a kind of a, a military commander who's. This town is apparently uh, was settled like many generations ago by uh, Romani peoples, and so they. Different. I thought you were trying to say Roman people. <laughs> no, I'm ref- I'm refusing to use the G word that everyone Romani. Likes. Yeah, right? Romani, okay. Romani. But right. they actually said the G word in the film, and I was like, God damn it! Yeah, they got to do that. The times. Yeah, um, but it's Iran. What do they fucking care? Wow. Um, I mean, I'm whew. sure some of them care. Sure. Yeah. They. This. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the town is this very superstitious. Um, they don't follow. Typical. Uh, this is also set right before the revolution, by the way. So everything is still secular. The American Revolution. That's the, the only one that counts. <laughs> <laughs> the Iranian Revolution. Oh, okay. um, God, any Iranian listeners we have are just turning this shit off. <laughs> they like, know wow. I'm joking. They um, know I'm joking. Uh, so the the people believe that if you get possessed by a demon, that they can bleed it out of you. So they shoot them like other people in the leg. Um, to like basically bleed the demon out. That's extreme. Yeah, but people don't die this way. They like a couple of the people in the village have had their legs amputated, but otherwise they'll just end up killing the person. You know, like that's the way it takes over. So this um, military guy has to show up and take the guns away because he's like, seriously, all these fucking people are shooting each other, and I just go to take their guns away. In the end, it kind of turns out to be this question of like who is possessed and who isn't, and does. It's really hard to say talk about a movie without giving too much away, but like, it just goes to show how quickly an idea that's planted in your head can fester if everyone else mm. around you starts fanning that flame. Um, it felt to me very on point with American politics currently, you know mm. that like. One person, if if you're sitting around in your echo chamber of one person spreading some shit, and then everybody else just starts, yeah, yeah. Well, what if right. this? What if this? And how quickly, like even the most skeptical person can start finding themselves believing something that was five minutes ago would have told you was absolute bullshit. Um, and that has to do with possession and you know, demons and mm-hmm. exorcisms and stuff. So this movie has an agenda is what you're saying. <laughs> and if I remember right in the promotions for this one, that's, they talk up about like, there's never any overt supernatural stuff, right? It's all kind of left to your, yeah, pretty like, much. Conclusion. Um, so like they catch, if they're able to exercise the demon, they catch it in a jar and the jar is sealed, but the jars clear. So you don't see a demon, mm-hmm. but it's the people's faith that the demon is in the jar mm-hmm. that terrifies them. But, like, the main dude's a secular, like, very secular, he hates religion type thing. So, for him, it's like, it's fucking jar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. It's interesting. How quickly he's, like, immersed within this village and every single person around him is like, don't open that jar. Don't open that <laughs> jar. You know, you'll, you'll start to ask yourself, well, maybe I maybe I shouldn't open the jar. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, well, I shouldn't step on this crack, because what if I do and my mom's back breaks? It's right like now? believing in God just in case you go to hell if you don't. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It was really surprising film. Um, a lot of other, a lot. Of, I almost said other critics. I have to tell myself that I am a film critic now. But um, a lot of people didn't like it. They thought it was very boring. Um, but I'm just, it wasn't flashy. Mm-hmm. But there's something more terrifying to me about being right. led to that's such a compelling yeah. idea yeah yeah 
Uh, really well acted too. Like every the dude who plays the military guy is like got this awesome mustachio <laughs> and like the most chiseled chin you've ever seen. Hmm. I need to take a moment oh, for goodness. myself. Oh wow! But yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't think it's got a release date yet. I saw it at Fantastic Fest, so I don't know. Maybe we can highlight it again once it's out in the yeah. That's the, the only problem network. with those festivals. Like they're yeah. awesome, and you get to see really cool stuff, but. If I when, try to recommend it to people, they're like, well, it. when's it coming out? And I'm like, I don't know, three years from now. <laughs> they just sound like an elitist prick who's like, well, I've seen this and you haven't. I don't like that, though. I really <laughs> I know, don't I know, like that. I like, I want to be able – honestly, I want everything to – that's why I'm such a proponent of – I say that it's because I'm a cheap ass. But I'm such a proponent <laughs> of things being free or cheap because I don't want there to be a cost. So barrier. you're a communist is what you're saying. Uh, oh. That's about <laughs> the fourth time this week that I've been called a communist. Um, I don't know. I just want people to be able to see cool stuff. So if it's cheap and you can see it, accessible, cool. Yeah. yeah, I just want you to be able to see it. Cool, so, nice, solid. That's I'll make sure to put in the show notes a link to their episode on Fantastic Fest, just in case people want to find some like cool newer movies to be looking for in the future. Yeah, they hit. They hit most of my highlights. Awesome. How about you, Dustin? Well, I've been watching a lot of Japanese films, no surprise. None at all. Wah, wah, wah. Trying to fill out things I haven't seen. And I came across one that really really struck me and really like, hung with me that I thought was interesting to talk about. And it's called Museum from 2016. It's uh, directed by Keishi Otomo, who actually directed the uh, Roroni Kenshin live-action films. Oh, ah. cool. I just finished those. I really liked them. They're excellent. I still need to watch them. You do need to watch them. They're sitting over there. I and then give me back my Blu-ray salmon. <laughs> Uh, but no, but Museum, it's sort of this like serial killer thriller. It has a very strong like Seven vibe. I've actually seen a lot of people kind of slam it and say it's just like a Japanese ripoff, but it kind of goes in its own direction, so I don't think that's a really fair criticism to make. Did it have Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box? No. Then it's not Seven. But uh, it's about this, this serial killer that's on the loose. He always wears this like raincoat and this really creepy looking like frog mask, and he only comes out when there's rain on a rainy day. Well, con- now it's like ripping off uh, Dolly Argento's trauma. <laughs> but please continue. Which is getting a Blu-ray soon from oh, Vinegar Syndrome. Goody. Yay! <laughs> um, it's better than his latest. Dustin's pre-ordered it already. I have. But uh, yeah, he only comes out when it rains, and he's killing these people in these really elaborate. It would you'd almost compare it to like the Saw, where it's this huge, elaborate like situation he'll set up to kill someone. Except there's no game to it. There's no way to escape. It's all just for like show and sport, basically. And it follows this police detective, Sawamura, who is trying to, like, crack the case, catch this guy. And he's a very, like, hard-ass, like, super obsessed with his job. He's got, like, a failing relationship with his wife. She's moved out with the kid because he's never there for, like, the kid and anything. He misses his birthdays. Never comes to, like, the games at school or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So he's got a lot of problems, but he's kind of gotten this, like, mentality of, like, I just solved this case and then... It's good, but then there's always, you know, the next thing. He's that uh, archetypical absent Japanese father trope, (laughs) right? Yeah. Um, And so as he starts to, like, follow this killer and try to track him down, he starts to notice that there might be links where his wife could be one of the next victims. Mm. It all relates to this court case that she was a part of the jury on, like, years ago. And they start, it's just a thing of, like, well, did they get the wrong person? Or is it someone, like, seeking revenge because of the verdict they gave out? And it's this really interesting mystery, but like halfway through, you kind of like piece it all together. And then he gets captured by this killer. And the rest of the film is sort of one of those like you're imprisoned and like tortured sort of things. 
not brutally so to like hostile levels, I would say. Right. But it's like the psychological level of stuff that the killer does to him. Okay. I don't want to spoil like the mentality of the killer because that's a big part of the film is like figuring that out. But there's this really brutal part where he locks him in this room and makes him try to solve this puzzle. Like you piece together the puzzle and it's supposed to give him a code for the door. Which again is that kind of like saw motif sure. going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's down there so long that like the killer starts like dropping him food in through shoots. Okay. And it's these hamburgers. Mm-hmm. And so he's eating the hamburgers, going along, solving the thing. And there's cuts where it goes to the killer and he's like grinding the meat for it. Oh. And he has the wife and kid captured. And so they kind of tease it's going to be this big twist of like he's eating his family and it's this super depraved thing. Sure. So he gets the code, he breaks out, and he's exploring and trying to find the killer. And he comes to this fridge and he opens it. And it's like the severed heads of the wife and kid. And he just starts to have like a fucking huge mental breakdown. It's this very big emotional moment. Pretty hard to watch really. And then it kind of like cuts to a scene. And the killer's watching it on like a video feed. The wife and kid are fine, and the heads are like prop heads that he's made. Wow. And decorated and like put in there hmm. just to like psychologically fuck with the guy. That's pretty Jesus. extreme. It's like what Tom Samini would do if you really pissed him <laughs> off or something. <laughs> but yeah, uh, very interesting. A lot of neat ideas going on. Uh, I had never heard of it. I just sort of stumbled on it one day. Okay, and the million dollar question. Is it accessible? It is not. No, <laughs> it's not streaming bitch. anywhere. It's not. I'm going to strangle you. It's not to buy anywhere. Cord. There is a fan sub version of it floating out there on the net. You can just quote unquote acquire if you want. Mm-hmm. It may have been streaming at one time, but no, it's nowhere now. Okay. Which is a shame because I wish someone had a release of it because I would buy it immediately. <laughs> yeah, that would be great if people could easily see the movie you just hyped. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to You Can't Watch This Exposure, <laughs> where we cover films that you can't see. <laughs> oh, you, you never know, you never know. I, I, I've put it out there now, and I've stated that it's great, and that I hope people will watch it, and then maybe at some point... Some producer might listen to it, might Someone hear might this. hear it and be like, it's hey, like a distribution I company. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be like, I'll acquire this movie, because Dustin likes it. That's why I think it's still worth talking about stuff like that. I wonder if you All can right. pick it up, like, um, I don't condone these by any means, because they're usually a huge load of shit. If you could pick it up in one of those Blu-ray stands at like horror conventions. I don't know. See, it's a weird gray area with stuff like that. Because I think if there's no release, it doesn't really bother me as much. But then you go to a convention and it's like, oh, pick up all the Nightmare on Elm Street films. Yeah, stuff that's readily available. Yeah, yeah those, I mean... And that's pretty scummy, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I also rarely see foreign horror at those things for some reason. I don't know why. But it's almost always domestic stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Do you have any other ones, Jason? You want to highlight super quick? Um, I will say Avoid Demonia, the Lucio Fulci movie. <laughs> it is a s- snorefest. It's awful. I pre-ordered it and haven't watched it yet. Yeah, well, good luck with that. I hope, I hope, um, yeah, that I'm watching one tomorrow night that I'm really excited for. Yeah, you want to see what it is? Well, no, because then I'll give away when we recorded this. Uh, <laughs> I was well, like, I mean, uh, yeah. But I, I, hopefully I get to come back on the next one and be like, it's great. Oh, okay. We'll see. I think it might be the one I was going to talk about, too. I think so. We can have a little debate over it, perhaps. Okay. All okay. Right. All right. Uh, should we talk about Halloween Kills? Uh, I don't want to devote any more time to that piece of shit. We don't like Halloween Kills. None of us liked it. Uh, you can message us and talk about it if you want. My biggest issue with the movie <laughs> is that it's, it, it's extremely choppy. It feels like... Would you say it's uneven? 
I would say extremely uneven. It feels like a first cut of a first draft. And you know, it's just, I don't, it's totally all over the place. The performances are all over the place. It did the same thing that bothered me about the previous Halloween from the same writer and director. Mm-hmm. Is if you're, I don't need someone to wink at the camera at me every five seconds to be like, you remember this? You remember this? Like, well, I mean, hey. it's Halloween. Everyone deserves one good scare, Michael. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, Michael, you remember when they said that line in the movie? With remember the, the Chewbacca gets his metal moment in the movie? That's what kills, like, I don't, <laughs> I'm an adult, man. I I don't need you to pat me on the back every five seconds and be like, hey, do you remember this? You, oh, yeah. yeah. see. You remember but, that? The guy said that. You remember that? The dude? The, the guy? Did you see the masks? Of course, Michael Myers wasn't there to hear him say that originally, so he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm tired of that. Give me something original. Like, yeah, yeah. there's so many wonderfully awesome original scripts out there that are being made into films that no one gives a shit Look, about. I'm going to say, if you're looking for a brutal Halloween movie about a silent killer, go watch Terrifier. Oh, yeah. With the Art the Clown. Yeah. Great, great it, film. It, is so much better at what it tries to do than what Halloween Kills, I guess, tried to do to some degree. You know, with, I, ta- with I do take some issues with Terrifier just because it's so mean of yeah, a movie. Right. But, but I mean, Halloween Kills is trying to be kind of mean too. But it never succeeds in being the mean. That's for, the difference between yeah. a good movie and a bad movie. The thing for me is I felt <laughs> like it was trying to be like two or three different things. Yeah. It's trying to be this really brutal, violent slasher. It's trying to be like this, like cheesy throwback, like "Hey, hey, remember all the other films?" Yeah. And then it's trying to be this sort of like very, should I dare I say it? "Quote elevated horror film." Uh, I don't even with think this like big message, but I think in trying to do all of those, it fails at being any of them. Right. That said, if you loved it, more power to you. Oh sure. No I mean, shade, no that. hate. Yeah. Wasn't for us. Tell us why you liked it. Uh, it was fun to watch it with you guys. I enjoyed oh, that. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah it was I my first it. time to actually get to watch a movie with you guys in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. All right. Well, I guess mm-hmm. that does it for us. That's Thanks. our, um, yeah. I our hope. Who yeah. won again? Who was the result of that? Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next time as we try out our new host. <laughs> Every episode we try to replace Jason. Ah, I'm not going to go away. But we, we have to admit that you are the most popular Host. I don't us. understand that. I don't know why you said The host this. with the most. <laughs> You're definitely the prettiest of us. Oh, well. Yeah, you've really got a face for podcasting. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, well, I hope this was some level of entertaining, perhaps. Uh, definitely let us know, because if this was not that great, we'll just find something else to do next year for Halloween. Yeah. I'll just dance naked. I think it's a podcast. No, we're going to do video feeds. <laughs> um, until next year, when I'm dancing naked. Um, yeah. <laughs> Write us, uh, tweet us, Instagram us, all the things that you have been doing already. We love to hear from you. We love interacting with you. It's great. Really like this to feel like a community of people who just kind of want to hang out and watch movies with us, because that's what we love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so until next time, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. And I won the game.